0: Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer, so let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold.
1: Welcome to part two of my interview. Hennessy wasn't there. All right, Hennessy was here. Of Casey St. Ange.
0: Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her around. The star attraction, the one you came to see, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold.
1: I read this that you would create these letters and you had to be funny mm-hmm. and he would fix them and that is how you learned how to write a joke
0: yeah yeah when I first started doing the letters um which would be really a lot like a big stack of letters every day I had to get completed and go through that editing. what time would
1: you get the letters
0: oh my gosh I, I'd be working on it all day and then right. bring them into him at the end of the night when he had like Little else to distract him, so that but he can at read the, if them. he had a
1: shitty show or felt he had a shitty show, was it a shitty letter writing?
0: Um, I evening. guess sometimes. I yeah. think when the show when he felt the show went badly yeah. it would affect everything. Right, right, you of know, course. You know, just like even food doesn't taste good. Right, after right. That, you know, so um I can imagine. So yeah, we all know how that feels. So like maybe it'd be like this is not a good time, like, like right. if we can put it off till tomorrow or right. whatever. But it really was good. Like he, he really would get out a red pen and make corrections and really like there. I don't know if they even offer an MFA program in comedy anywhere, but this was like an MFA program. Right. Like just this guy who's like a legend and one of the best at what he did. And especially super popular at the time, just taking the time to tell me, okay, I see what you're trying to do here, but you're telegraphing what your punchline's going to be. So it's more effective if you don't. Right. You, you don't know. give it yeah. up in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And this is Very what you important. did here. It's the rule of three. Right. It always works better yes. than two examples. And, just everything 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 i know about how to write a joke is from those years any
1: examples you remember
0: there was one really there was one really bad one that um they i've told this story before and i don't want to incriminate anyone that doesn't want to be incriminated um Oscar nominations were coming out, and the talent department had asked him to write letters to um, to people, inviting them to be on the show. Uh, people that we thought were going to be nominated for Oscars, and uh, we were going through the list and you know banging out these letters. And I said, "Okay, we need to do one for Nicholas Cage," and he said, "You know what? I don't want to. I've asked that guy a million times. He's like." never wants to come on the show and it just, it it feels bad. I don't want to pressure him and I don't want to feel bad having him turn us down. So don't. And I'm of course like, no, let's try. Polly positive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's be optimistic. Maybe this will be the time. And then, so he, He was getting impatient with me because I was like, no, come on, let's try it. And he was like, I don't know. Just tell him stop being such a blah and come on the show. Um, He had said, like, stop being such a woman and come on the show, which we wouldn't say today. But right what, and what is
1: that a woman what does that mean exactly? just like a
0: soft-hearted sensitive oh okay you know, i think stop that's, being a
1: pussy yeah, yeah exactly
0: exactly so um that's not a joke that we would say today but in 1990
1: what I, I actually would there go we ahead. go there we go <laughs> <Well>. so um <laughs> your dick so, yeah Stop being a dick and get on the show. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would have been the same. All right, So kind of better. Um, yeah. More appropriate.
0: Well, that's, he had actually said what Hennessy said. Right. And so I was like, I went back to my desk and I was like, I can't write that. Um, so I'm going to write, stop being such a woman and come on the show. Yeah. And so I was like, just brought the letter in, in a big stack of letters, and he signed it. And... Um, and then I had this like filing system where I'd photocopy the letters to make have right. a record you, uh, let, of it. For
1: young listeners, uh, Cassie staunch <laughs> had to type up the fucking letters. Yeah, I
0: had to type them on a typewriter. And then letter. go to
1: a fucking copy machine.
0: And copy the right. envelope with the... And put
1: them in a file. Yeah.
0: A and f- put them in a file. Yeah. And so... Remember
1: when filing was part of a job? It was like a thing. It was yes! A thing. Yeah, it, And it involved folders. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And alphabetizing. And like, go ahead. Yeah, and thinking what folders, category yes. these things... Yeah.
0: So a couple days later, uh, he was like, oh, we still have to write that letter to Nicolas Cage. And I was like, no, I, we did it already, I think. Like so many... <sighs> and he was like... No, but I said this like sarcastic thing. And then I was like, yeah, but then I wrote like a nicer version of it and you signed it and we mailed it. And he was like, what does it say? So I go and like find the photocopied fucking letter and show it to him. Is your heart pounding as you're looking for it? Because I was like so stupid and I didn't know how idiotic it was. He knew how idiotic it was and that he was not serious. So I showed him the letter and he was like you have to get this letter back. You, like, invoke the assistant's code, get in touch with his assistant, but get it back. I don't want... This is, like, not respectful and not the kind of thing that I want to have out there. And All right, where's your heart? I was like... Oh. like <laughs> Stomachache? Yeah, I was going to vomit. Yeah, sure, yeah, I get definitely those. Definitely yeah. vomit. And um, so I'm trying to get back this stupid letter that I thought was such a good solution because right. I'm an idiot. Um, And kids are idiots. I'd and- have <laughs> cracked up if I got something like that. Like, it's so fucking funny. Also, I was calling... Calling all around, and I finally got someone, I don't know, his public, and they were like, anyway. At that point, when we had remembered it, it was long received and opened, and so it was like, <laughs> sorry, too late. Like, there's oh. no way. No way. Yeah, and I was like, oh, God. So this was after Dave had gone home for the night, and it was still, like, L.A. Right. time, so I was able to make these calls so I was just like, I guess I'm gonna get in here early and just like clean up my shit and like get out of here, you know. Right. Like I'll, I'll like sleep? have all my stuff. No, I'm sure right. I cried all night. Uh-huh. I'm Aww. sure. <laughs> um, but I was like, if I have all my stuff packed up, then he can just I could just yeah. get him to officially fire me, and I can just take my stuff. So Jeanette, um, you pulled a Jeanette. <laughs> We'll tell you about that later. All right. So uh, the next morning I got in early and I genuinely was like sort of like straightening up my area, you know, child of alcoholic. like Yeah. Clean, oh, I cleaning. Um, so then uh, – The mailroom called, and they were like, hey, there's, like, a huge delivery for the boss. Can you come and, you know, come and meet it? And I was like, okay. So I went, and, like, our mailroom guy is pushing this cart, and it's the most enormous arrangement of roses I've ever seen in my life, like, long stem red roses. And uh, I take the card, and it's from Nicolas Cage saying, you're right. I'm going to stop being such a woman and come on your show. No way! Oh, my God! That's awesome. So I had to be like, but I was still scared to right. be like. So what there. did he say? He just was like, you're lucky. <laughs> he was? Yeah, yeah. And then when Nicolas Cage came on the show, he brought the letter, like oh on the show to show. And I was like, oh my God. And then Dave was like, I, di- I didn't write that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's
1: Elisa, Elisa. Hi Elisa.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll just take this call.
1: Hi Elisa, you're on the air. Wait, wait. Let me put you on speaker. Hi, hello. Hi, you're on the air. What? Are you? I'm recording okay, my podcast great. with Casey Stain on, just classy Stange. Hennessy's here too. Hi, Hennessy. Say hi please. to Casey. Hi, Casey. Hi, Lisa. All right, bye. What? Judy, yeah. ben, le- ben, left his um, arm. Uh, you know the, the thing Obviously for his He yeah. left at Amas, and I have it. Oh, okay. I got to clean it. I'm sure Alma cleaned it. Oh, okay. Hello. Because I got to do the other okay. one too. All right. What all else? All right. Um, nothing. So, what about tonight? Yeah, tonight I'm recording. I, invite Mom and Poppy to come. Okay. I don't. I don't. I think they're exhausted, but okay. I definitely uh, will invite right. them. Okay. 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 All right. All right. great We're talking to you. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Have Bye. a
0: good
1: show. All right. Bye. Bye. So. um, have you ever met Elisa in person?
0: I think so. Once, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So... That is a fucking great story. No, I was so but lucky. But he never gave it up to you like, good job, Cassie. No, he was Staunch. like, "That was still... You know, you're lucky that happened. Moronic. But
0: yeah. <laughs> you did, and I was so lucky. Did you
1: meet Nicholas and tell him that it was you that wrote the no, letter? No,
0: no, I didn't. But yeah, I didn't. It's a fucking great story, Cassie. Oh okay, <laughs>
1: so you end up graduating from Fitchburg State. You're yes. living in the West Village with your husband, Matt Debenham. Yes. And... Um, You, how did you end your relationship with David Lauderman? Because you worked there for like what nine years?
0: No, no, no. no. I was only there for uh, for the first like three something. Right. Okay. The new CBS show. So then, um, Daniel. Oh, that was CBS. Yes, I. I, I, I'm
1: sorry. I was. I was talking about NBC, and I (laughs) Yeah. He went from twelve thirty at NBC to eleven thirty at CBS. yes. Yes.
0: Um, our you know our friend are you friends with Daniel Kellison? Yes. Yeah, so
1: Daniel Kellison was an EP over at Letterman. And he was a producer, yeah, pr- a producer, yeah, and, and he was the original EP of Rosie. Yes, and asked you to.
0: Yeah. So he he. But as a
1: writer. No, no, no as an as assistant, Rosie's assistant, right? Yeah, so and he, here you are in this like. Assistant hell, but go ahead. Yeah.
0: No, he just said um, he had made a deal with Dave not to hire anyone away from the show, but he said, I met Rosie and I think she'll like you. She's looking for an assistant. It's like a lateral move, but the thing is with the new TV show, things change all the time. Right. So, whereas they're more set, and I was never going to become a writer at Letterman. Right.
1: But did you hang out with the writers a little Some, Who sometimes. were the writers on the show at the time?
0: Um, Rodney Rothman is my good friend, uh-huh. and Donna Carey and John Beckerman and Steve O'Donnell, and Gerard Mulligan, and Bill Scheft. Um, Guest on the show, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So all those guys were like my really great guys. Steve Young. um, All guys, though. What? Are you noticing Oh, a my pattern? God. All, all gentlemen. Yeah, all Meryl wonderful. had been a, a, you know. Meryl, yeah, who I know now and I love uh, her. such a hero. Meryl Marco, me.
1: please do my podcast.
0: Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so I was never. Nell Scovell. Nell Scovell was not there. Right. At the time, but we've since become yeah, good friends. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. She's amazing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um. Yeah, so there never was more than one woman at a time Jill Davis was the woman that mm-hmm. was there at the time and she was amazing but if there's yeah, a Jill there was Davis always one, yeah. there's not going to be a Cassie uh, Stange Exactly. So
1: you go over to Rosie.
0: Yeah, meet with Rosie, got um splashed Nervous? by like a truck on my way over so uh-huh. showed up literally like a mud monster. She would have loved that though. <laughs> I was like sorry, she didn't even notice. She was right. like doing other things right? Like, whatever. Like <laughs> <fine. You look laughs> like fine. when
1: we used to pitch to her. <laughs> <laughs> She used to be it was right when AOL messenger started. Oh, so she'd be like very Yeah, she'd distracted. be at the so you she'd be at the computer and you you'd go in with like this great like you thought of the fucking <laughs> best idea and be like, "Bro, um I have this great idea. Oh We're going to have like an elephant come on stage and you know the trunk is going to like in this whole thing" And she's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you hear,
0: (laughs) like, whatever the sound was.
1: And you're like, fuck, she's not.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, okay, good.
1: Write that up. And it's like, ding. All right. But all right. So go ahead. So So yeah, so
0: I was hired as her assistant. And that was really, really short lived. She was great. But also, at the same time, like, said kind of really quickly, like, you are not a fit to be right. my assistant, it's not, like you're very rigid and I'm much more right. relaxed and, you know, so to her credit, she was like, let's get you another, another job, job here on the show, which I've never, ever worked in another place where they're like, let's figure out where you fit here. Right, Like you're here, we like you, you're right. obviously smart and capable, let's figure out where right. you fit. So, um, kudos I, to Row. Yeah, so I was made a, like an associate producer for like the human interest producer, which was kind of, interesting in a way but not really what I wanted to do right. so I was feeling like kind of That's before I got there. Before you got there and then I was made a researcher which I was like at least I'll be writing these research briefs right. every day right. and all that stuff. And then I was with Perry s- With Perry Moore. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace Perry. R.I.P. You were the greatest.
1: Warm. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, by that time. So I was doing research, and that was also a really I remember time. when
1: you were a researcher. Yeah, that's when yeah. I came in. Yes. Because you three is... sat at the, you, yes. Lisa, and Perry. Did and then... Lisa, was Lisa Recksteiner? Yes, oh.
0: she was there. And uh-huh. then um, Karen Midler. Yeah, that's right. In, oh, uh, Henry calling. Hold on.
1: <gasps> yes, you're on the air. What's up? Nothing. We're recording. So? I called you like an hour ago. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. I love you. You
0: too. Bye.
1: Okay.
0: All right. So, 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 yeah, Karen Midler. She was, yes, yes. I love her.
1: She moved. She's in Toronto. I know. Right. Um, (laughs) Good for her. Sorry
0: to blow up your spot, Karen Midler. But so anyway, this is what I want to say. This is what maybe your listeners will be interested in. I was a researcher and longing to do more. And I definitely wanted to be a writer. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things that I... Feel like I ever got on the air is because you were a writer and a producer at the Rosie Show, and you took over for the Human Interest producer right. that I had been working for prior, and you were doing this really interesting thing where you were making it about like conceptual ideas and right. not just stories that we were already finding on the news. Right. And so I had some ideas that I felt brave enough to share with you because you're so generous. And then,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And then like you helped me pitch those ideas and helped me get them on the show so really like my first sort of writing that you know got on tv in a big way other than like a stray joke here there was because of you and we did this amazing
1: thank you classy staunch so
0: (laughs) i'm not that bad What are you looking at me for? I love all right. you. All right. <laughs> and we did this amazing segment that I still, it's one of my favorite things that I've done in all my career. And it has really informed a lot of the things that I've done and has been like a formula for success in a lot of things I've done. We did this, I had this idea to have kids um, come up with their fantasy candy bar recipes. Right. And then we were going to have a real candy shop make right. their. Insane Recipes. That is so awesome. And so Judy hooked us up to go meet with all these kids that had written these recipes yep. at this school. and we, we
1: went to the school. Yeah, I remember yeah, we going to the to school. The school yeah. so
0: and cool. we were meeting these kids, and they were great, and they were so nice. But we were like, oh, is this going to really be like a good like segment because these kids are so sweet and adorable and then judy and i talked for a second and i think we started thinking about like the kind of kids we were maybe right and then we asked the principal like these are kids are amazing they're wonderful can we meet the bad kids yeah can we meet like the behavior problems yeah yeah yeah. and she was like really like i'm not sure we want to reward that and i was like yes so, so we were, were like, give us like your 10 yeah. worst kids and let us, you know, let us meet those kids. And then, so when we... Started meeting with these kids. It was obvious they were super creative, had right. huge personalities, yeah. right. too huge for. Because
1: that's what you need for too, a TV segment. Yeah. Too big
0: for a classroom is perfect for television. Right. I'm sorry to say, but that's why you know a lot of you know a lot yeah. of kids that have trouble in school turn around to be performers. Right. Mm-hmm. So we met with these kids that were like maybe a handful for their teachers. God bless their teachers' hearts, but were amazing on television. And it was a really successful segment. I think Rosie had a great time. And yeah, had, I had like, too. One kid that like was allergic to everything, so he couldn't eat the right, things right. in his candy bar, but he could have like an omelet, which is right. weird and an funny. <laughs> But the upshot <laughs> of that entire thing is that I was still a researcher at the show, but Phil Hartman was a guest. Um, like, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, very shortly after that segment had aired and he asked his segment producer, he said, I, me and my kids loved that chocolate bar segment so much, can I meet the person that came up with it? And so this segment producer brings Phil Hartman down to my desk and like he just hung out at my desk wow. for just talking about it. How'd you think of that idea? Was it fun? Blah, blah, blah. And then he like later sent me drawings that his kids had drawn oh. for me that I had hanging up in my cubicle. It's really really cool and sweet, and that's all because of Judy.
1: Oh, Cassie, that's so sweet. True. Thank you. Now I need your help. <laughs> help me. Um, you were you were a really good writer. You and Alan Katz shared yes. an office. Oh. How's he doing? He seems like he's healthy. He seems
0: like he's doing really well. I talked to him. His kids um, are not
1: perfect enough. Oh okay. my god, it's yeah. so his, annoying. They're also
0: <coughs> grown, and, and they're he's so still, talented. It's like, writing all these children's books right. that are massively popular. Yeah, he's a great and, guy. Yeah.
1: yeah, feel good. Alan Katz. All right, yeah. so um, you are a writer on Rosie. You were there. Till the end. Till the
0: end, yeah. Um,
1: till even when, during,
0: were you there for Caroline Ray? <laughs> I was there when Caroline sort of did the um, guest hosting and like yep. the backdoor pilot. Hi, hi, it's Caroline Ray Show. But then yeah. I did not work on the Caroline right. Ray Show. And I recently ran into her and um, she remembered me, which I was really touched yeah, by. Yeah, she's a good And good she was girl. so nice and she was like, sorry we didn't um, hire you on that show. Like, I really wanted to hire you. And I was like, "It's oh, it's okay. Um, she's so nice that you still like it weighed on her. That oh, it weighed on her one percent um, at the sight of me.
1: Now we can cut this next comment out if you want to. Sure. Um, but when Bill Cosby was um, convicted, and I knew about Bill Cosby, yes, and I knew that because of you, yes, um, because I know that when you were working for Letterman. You were told, do not go to his hotel room.
0: Yeah, his house.
1: Um, His house. to Because he wanted to be picked up or he wanted... He,
0: he had something that he had wanted for to give to Dave. I, w- I want to say it was like like a fountain pen or right. something. Like he's a collector of fountain right. pens and he wanted to give him some no, special... No, he could stick those up his ass. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to give him some special pen and, yeah. you know, like real, you know... Guy type stuff, right? And uh, so I was gonna do this thing, and yeah, more than one person took me aside and said, like, "Hey, listen, if he comes to his door and invites you in, don't go in, right?" And I don't know where they had that information from, right? Um, but but I remember seemed... he
1: was a guest on Rosie,
0: yeah, yeah, and and I remember
1: that someone saying, "Do not go to his hotel room, yeah, or don't yeah. pick him up at the hotel, yeah, yeah." yeah. So, so I mean, it was a known, and you know, there were, <coughs> and he had terrible breath, so. Ugh. I mean, I could say something really politically incorrect, like, thank God they weren't awake for it, but, um, mm. which I won't say, because hey, I'll get in so much fucking trouble, don't but, get in trouble. you know, don't get in I trouble. just, he's disgusting. I mean, he's silver lining. Despair. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I have to say, my time, on I was there for two, two seasons, yeah. and I was the human interest producer, but I was also doing stand-up yeah. at 7.30 at night. I yeah. would ask for the earliest spot. Yeah and then be up at five, you know, it was horrible. Um, those were two of the happiest years of my life.
0: Uh, yeah, it really was. You like, know, we it was, had... It was the heyday of uh, that kind of thing. Like, companies still had money.
1: Oh, my God. We had we, so much fun, though.
0: Yeah. You know. And also,
1: I don't know, I just, I loved that. I mean, I got in trouble, and I had, I, you know, Alan King... Told me I did a thing with him, and he told me you can't be a writer and a producer on a show. You you're a performer. Um, but I also had my hair blown dry. Do you remember the blow dry yes. incident? What had happened? <clears throat> you got well, Terrence out? really was not. You know, Terrence Noonan. Uh, he wasn't a, a team player, and he worked for me, and I had little kids. Yeah. And I had to go home. Like I would get there. We had to be there at seven. Yes. Remember you had to have jokes written yes, by seven thirty. Yes. And then at six, I had to have my kids picked up by six o'clock. Yeah. So I'd leave at like five forty. And he you know, all the people that stayed till eight or nine o'clock half the time they weren't doing a fucking thing. No,
0: no. It just was <laughs> It was like,
1: Hi, I'm at my desk and I real I was pretty focused when I was there, you know. Yeah. Um Andy Lasner was the E P. Um, there are a lot of things. Go- but I loved my job. But I also missed performing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, one day, so there were two things that happened. One, uh, there's the first segment called Chuffa. Yes. Uh, where she would just tell her stories. Um, that... Uh, and shoot Koosh balls at the Yeah, Koosh balls. Yeah. So that was... Um, I had some guests on later. And uh, I was in Rosie's office or dressing room... And David was like, "Oh, you want me to blow dry your hair?" And it, she, I said, "Yeah," because it looked really good straight. Yeah. So then that afternoon, I got called in. Hillary and her and Rosie's like, "You're blow drying my hair while I'm out." I'm like, "You're you're blow dry, getting your hair blown out." I was like, "Oh my!" Everyone gets their fucking hair blow. You people would go. Bella would go in the makeup room and be like, "Can you put mascara?" I'm like, "You know what oh, I mean." Man. I got in so much fucking trouble. Having, why is your hair straight and i'm like ah, talk about fucking stomach ache. Yeah, oh so gosh. that was really bad. Damn. Then we had that whole Vegas situation where she was performing in Vegas and got oh, sick. she got sick and
0: you had to fill and in. And i had to fill in yeah. and then
1: when i filled in uh the next week we we were working in L- LA. Remember we yes. were working we in were LA? There a long time. Yeah, we were there for weeks and weeks and uh and i filled in for her and on the show, when she thanked me, she said I only did five to ten minutes, and I got really upset. But they did so many pieces on the thing, like that I had, you know, on E Entertainment, like yeah. was it all about Eve? Or, and I had no idea I was oh, going to go on. She got man. fucking sick, yeah. and there were th- two thousand people in there, and oh. I was like, there, yeah. Um, Whoa. And I took over for her, and I actually killed. I actually did a great yeah, job, but I did did more How than did ten you minutes.
0: Make her sick. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: Good. Question. so there was that and then the you know there was the you know Terrence really wanted to be the human interest producer and he was my PA and he would do anything to be like you know I would have done that I don't know where Judy was <laughs> like, kind of stuff like she had the quintuplets on who were born on her birthday and oh I was like let's God. have them every year yes yes and yes, they yes. were one and she was giving them a house and it, she was so generous and uh, they were in the upstairs um you know we shared yes, the, the yeah. dressing rooms with with SNL, with, with yeah. SNL. so we, they were upstairs and and the door was closed um uh, for obvious reasons yeah, and no one came to get us for the f- closing <gasps> seven seg- segment seven where she has a birthday cake and all the guests come out. Oh my
0: god! And I got
1: fucking screamed at Ugh. and Terrence was like, I would have had them there. I was like,
0: all right, Terrence. Um, anyway, yeah. it
1: was just a whole bunch of- It was of- like a
0: big family and there was- yeah. And, and Terrence there was, was some- the annoying little brother. Yeah. <laughs> but we love Terrence. of drama. There was yeah. very many annoying siblings yeah. of which I'm sure I yeah. was one. No, Cos- no you were Cos- Cosby
1: was a creepy uncle. Then, <laughs> okay, so then you leave yeah we end up working together at this at this fucking crazy so we were on a show together as i got hired as a
0: writer mimi Pizzi must have gotten us these yeah yeah because, i love mimi Pizzi. yeah not lover, jewish lover.
1: but she, great great girl so we get this job working for Jarette allegra and it's it's life and style with Kimora lee simmons lynn coplitz not Jewish, but has a Jewish last name. Um, Jules Asner. She was Jules on the Jules Asner. Lynn Coughlin. Cynthia. Yeah. Someone.
0: Lenny Kravitz is sister. Oh. Uh, okay. Cynthia, Cynthia Kravitz? No. Or no. Something else. Looking it I'm up. So All sorry, right. But Cynthia. Jew. Um,
1: okay. And I, this is like 2004 ish, five, yeah. six? Yeah. Right there? Yeah. And I get a job, and I, to this day, have problems. Cynthia Garrett.
0: Cynthia Garrett. Hi, Cynthia. She's his
1: spiritual sister. Oh, all right. Oh, I thought they
0: were. I literally, this is the first time I'm finding out that they're not like biological siblings. I really thought that they were. Yeah, well, they look exactly like. All right.
1: Anyway, um, (laughs) I have so little recollection. All I remember of that job is never knowing what time to be there. I shared an office with you. You really helped me out because I was like, "One of my, what are we writing? What are we supposed to write?" It was you, weird because it, was it wasn't weird. like a
0: comedy show. But you so like felt, the,
1: I felt like you knew what the fuck was going on. You're like, "Judy, you got to write this. You're gonna write this <laughs> intro." It wasn't comedy. It was like, and then I ended up helping Leslie. Yes. Uh, um, j- I just edited the funny po- yeah, into the, funny the videos, packages. and I but yeah. it was good because she'd be like, "Meet me in the editing room," and then I could take a nap because yes. I was always and tired.
0: There too, he
1: did. Yeah. Um. Oh my god! See, I blocked it out, but so I just straining. remember our office. We had a lot of candles, and I farted a lot. You
0: yes, and I kind of like a subterranean office. Not the yeah. best place to fart,
1: right? And Jaret had a yeah. fucking you know treadmill in her office, and yeah. I was so jealous. Right. But um, yeah, so we would get up and get, go there, and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, it that was, went on for like no, that was at Sony.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it was like nine months. And yeah, I remember just being like. Yeah, the show, and I was like, Casey knows exactly what she's doing,
1: and I'm such an ass. Like, I felt like, how does Casey know what the hell to do?
0: You just have to like fake it. Yeah, you just have to fake it and realize that there's like an hour to get filled. It's gonna get filled with something. Try to fill it with the best thing that you can. But I, I'm with you. I have so little memory of actually like my. One of my strongest memories there is Paula Dean feeding me a piece of fudge backstage, and then telling me it was like Velveeta or like, <gasps> Velveeta fudge, and I was so offended <laughs> because that's that's a mean trick, Paula Dean. Yeah, Paula um, Dean. Yeah, but I can't even remember like what the. I know there was a lot of drama behind <laughs> yeah. the scenes at that show too. Yeah. And it was just like that's how it, it was because
1: they were, one wasn't showing up and one yeah, was jealous of the like, other. It was yeah, like yeah. fucking ridiculous.
0: It was weird. And it was like, like the
1: view except everyone was twelve and in yes. middle school and, and too and early to yeah. start <laughs> and like like having a bat <laughs> mitzvah every you day. You don't like start yeah.
0: fighting. You don't start. Right. You like each other first, first pretend, and then yeah and then eventually right. So that was like classic rookie mistake.
1: 50% off. That's code judygold50 at factormeals.com slash Judy gold 50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. So, um, after you leave there, where do you end up working?
0: Oh my gosh, I just worked at so many places. I worked for Jeanette Barber on her Food Network show. Yes, we uh, love Jeanette. Christina Deo, uh, that was called Lighten Up, which was really interesting. That was something I had not done before. I worked on a cooking show, and just like a bunch of stuff. I wrote commercials. Yeah, you wrote, wait, I have.
1: (laughs) I have commercials for um, ice cream and cell phones. Yes, yes. Um, Um, You wrote the book, Jane Jones, Worst Vampire Ever. Yeah, that's like
0: a good
1: YA book. Yeah, Yeah, it's good for young adults. And, um, or as Hennessy, I do my own research and (laughs) Hennessy also does research. (laughs) Yes. um, And I take whatever, you know, and Hennessy writes James Jones, okay. (laughs) And I wrote back, it's fucking Jane Jones. <gasps> you don't that know. You good, don't know. Jane be- could be James. <laughs>
0: <Whatever>. <laughs> that would be good. Um, I would like so- that. Yeah, so just anything, like because. While I think things are getting better, I think that was like a particularly hard time for right. a woman to like if you didn't get that one right. woman job that was designated. Right. And yeah, you must that's have felt true. this a million times. Oh my god. I mean it was for stand up. There was only one woman on it sh- it was horrible. And if yeah. you don't get it, then you you know, and you have to like feed your kids, then you right. have to write um a commercial for and I did two
1: one person like it was like you have yeah. to create your own yeah shit. Yeah. You know? So, um, and you have two kids, you have Eli and Lincoln, Yes, um, and you had them while you were at Rosie, and Rosie had a uh, daycare, Daycare, which was fucking amazing. She did some amazing things. She
0: did, she did. Fuck you,
1: Trump, you fucking piece of shit. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I mean, amazing things, and um, still, yeah. (laughs) He's her biggest fan, though. I mean, he truly <laughs> is. If it weren't for him. Nobody follows her as closely yeah.
1: as Trump. Nobody. Well, he's, he's, just he's so ob- jealous. He's obsessed he's, he's, with oh her. Because right. she's, a- she's, you know, she doesn't look like his fucking cunty, you know, Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. It's he's just so odd how obsessed he is Because she her. can challenge him. You know, whatever. Well, it's I fine. think it's
0: like, yeah, I think it's... I and think she's not afraid of him. She's not afraid. She says what she thinks. She's been at it a long time. It's not just, you know, she's not a Johnny-come-lately-hating-him. Right. She's hated him no, for a yeah, long time. yeah, we all have. We sure, are, but, uh, but
1: specifically, it's just yeah. so interesting. He's he's but I also
0: just think sometimes it's just like, he just loves the drama. Right. Because it's for, like, ratings and he and thinks yeah, as, it's long all as a, anyone's right. talking about him. You know, he's he's... A trash fire
1: so you uh you move to connecticut eventually yeah, yeah um and then you get a job working on the with andy cohen yeah. how did you meet andy Co- um, how did you meet andy cohen and why can't i ever do that fucking show <laughs> uh
0: you've been on the show once
1: once time. I, please, I'll do anything.
0: I'll I, put in a good word for you. Really? out.
1: I mean, I think he hates me. Do you think he hates me?
0: No, I don't think so at all. Because I
1: was at Michael Patrick King's Christmas party. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have it anymore because he sold his place. But, yeah. um, and Andy was there and I felt like we, it was one of those situations at a party, mm-hmm. you, like this is a kill me now situation yeah. where you're like both in the same area and no one's talking to either <laughs> of you. So you're kind of like, I'm like, like, hey. And I was like, I, I love him. And yeah. I was like, talking to him like how the fuck do you ever fucking sleep right oh my god and His he's like energy. oh you know and whatever and then thank god someone more famous than you know i'm d-list you know someone a-list came over and was like hi hun. Oh, right. and you Here's know the thing I feel i'll like say love
0: you. i'll say about andy is he doesn't really hate anyone yeah like even maybe kathy griffin no, I don't nah. think he even hates oh, right. her. I just think it's like a weird situation that like got out of hand right. right. And everybody probably has their own side of it but right. really I think he still kind of weirdly maybe likes her. I don't know. Yeah. Like he doesn't hate anyone even people that I've seen. I've seen be nasty about him and really he could really hit back and like sometimes he'll make a joke or whatever but he doesn't really take it to heart he's always trying to think of like and maybe it's like from working with the housewives or whatever he's always trying to think of like where a person was coming from right right like i've never had someone say someone something nasty about someone and that person like take it in not only not get mad, but be like, well, I can see their point of like not loving me right. because X, y, z, mm-hmm. and you know, and whatever, like go do your thing. right. It's really kind of weird and like a, a actually great lesson. Right. like he always says about like sometimes when you get frustrated that somebody is like really wants to tell you this information about something, like he will say, people just want to be heard, right. You know, if you just hear somebody out and hear what they're saying, they'll are. Already feel a hundred percent better right. that you just right listened. that you
1: just because you're not blowing them off. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you're validating and
0: them. Yeah, so he's he's super easy to work for and just really um, is. I, I think you would say that he's not introspective and he's always making a joke that he's shallow, but right. he's really not. I've yeah, some... I can't
1: I can't imagine doing what he does and yeah. being shallow. Because yeah. you really have to get the essence of the people you're, you know.
0: Yeah, and he's super, super sharp and he's a super sharp interviewer and he really likes a huge amount of the stuff that is, is right. being... I
1: do Sandra Bernhardt's show all <gasps> the time. Isn't she so great? I, I love, love that. her.
0: Right. Yeah. I love her. I love it.
1: Um. Can, well, can you put a good word in? Yes. I'll do. I'll be yes. the bartender again. Yes, I love bartending yes. there. Yes, I just need a little bit of attention. Of course, you know, of for course. my gigs, I got yep. a lot of gigs for coming gigs. up. You can. I have an album coming out, so you know. There All you right. Go. Anyway, um, so you worked with him. Did you start as a producer?
0: Um, yeah, I started like it was like it's been almost nine years now. So the, it was a oh web God. show that he was yeah. doing and they were going to try to bring it to television for a 7 week trial and right. the show that i had been like a a co-ep and a writer on had, that i really loved had just been canceled my right. friend was the host and i was what like was it? it was best week ever with Oh yes. that's mom. right so, on
1: yeah, VH1 yeah
0: on VH1 and so i was really kind of bummed and um my friend Jennifer who was working at Embassy Row the Jennifer company, Jennifer Kelly Oh, I love Jennifer Jen Kelly! Kelly. How is Jen Kelly? She's so great. She's still really skinny? She's, yes still beautiful perfect. I love her will you but say hi I will yes, yes sorry so um she was working at this embassy row company and she was like we're gonna try to do this show it'll tide you over till you find something else like seven weeks and um yeah so I got hired on it and then nine years later here we are so but uh, also the funny story like <clears throat> at the end like it's the end of seven weeks is like rolling up on us or whatever right and um Andy had a joke where he'd like, call me Taffy, like, because he'd pretend he like, you know, like Cassie, like he could never remember my name. So calling me Taffy. And uh, so it were like five weeks, six weeks into the seven week run. And he goes, you know, Taffy, I know we just met uh, like five (laughs) weeks ago, but it really feels like longer. And I really feel like I've known you a much longer time. And I was like, well, we have worked together two other times I might have to call you Taffy now.
1: <laughs> and he was like, just like,
0: what? But like super good natured about it. And I was like, we right. worked on another pilot. and uh, That's cute. Whatever, it wasn't about But me, you
1: left but- the job, right?
0: Yeah, oh my gosh. It's- I mean, it just
1: sucks you're out late.
0: Yeah, yeah, take the train hours. home. Yeah, I don't. They send me home in a car, which is so. Oh, nice. that's it's fucking so great. Cool. Yeah, I get a ton of work done. Um, but it is like just the weirdest. But you get hours. to
1: see your kids come home from school, right? Or no? No. Okay. No. So you're an absentee mother, like you're. Yeah, absentee pretty much. Absentee father, but much. you have you have your stay at home writer dad. Yes. And your kids love you. I mean, and they're dad, very independent. Yes.
0: And dad works too. Right. But just you know, yeah, we see each other when we see right. each other. Right. So, you um,
1: I. You know, we were talking earlier about being bullied and bodies and you have been very outspoken about your issues with weight. Yeah. In a way that is so personal and yet so relatable, you know, that it's 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 something I mean, it's really incredible the way you've taken even like I read a post about Oprah you know right. be- when she became a spokesperson yeah. for weight watchers and the fact that you grasped at even fucking oprah even the one of the most accomplished creative intelligent has issues with her body and her right. weight right and it's such an empowering place to come from yeah. and you should be applauded for Thank
0: you. for that
1: Thank because you. It's so easy to hate yourself.
0: It's easy to hate yourself, and it's just—it's one of those things. Like so many of us, and I think it's if we could try to be understanding to right. each other, we all have things. You're talking about being bullied about right. your height, right. and you know, talking about being different. It's one of those things that you just carry with you. Right? Like, it's no secret that an overweight person is overweight, or right. wh- However, you want to say it, it's not a secret. You carry it with you. The secret is how much people who aren't who that isn't the circumstance who right. think they understand and think they know the right. code because that isn't you know it's like it's like when <laughs> i always laugh when people ask like incredibly wealthy successful people like what you know what is the secret to your success and they mm. say well never give up on your dreams and i'm like yeah it said the person whose dreams like came, came true, true. Right. but like ask the guy who's still delivering packages you know, when he's trying to be a rock star. Right, or doing stand-up sets because she can't (laughs) get a fucking television show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's very easy for someone who doesn't have that problem to be like, all you gotta do is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you don't even, you can't even know. You can't even, you know, so. um, And also, I have
1: to say this, 99.9% of my friends who, you know, are overweight and then lose weight, gain it fucking back. Yeah, Like, your body is your body.
0: There's it's, science that says right. Like, there's a certain amount that you can do, and I think for a right. certain amount of time. But science says, like, it, it's it's hard. It's, it's uh, a nearly impossible... It can be a nearly impossible thing to right. conquer. People that do it, it's great. But right. people that can't do it, like, what are you going to just live your whole life, like, hating your right. fucking right. self? Every minute. Like, I always... You know that Edgar Allan Poe story, uh, The Telltale Heart, like where right. like, he murders someone and like buries. I'm like, that's what being overweight is. And I I'm right. imagine it's like what a lot of things are, like being right. gay. Or, it's just like a fucking beating heart under your right. floorboards. And it is the rhythm of your life. Right. Every minute you're like, you know, I have a paper due. I'm fat. I right. have this crush on somebody. I'm fat. Right. I'm hungry. I'm fat. Right. I have to get to work. I'm fat. <laughs> right. You know, like it's, it's every other, it, you know, you inhale something and exhale. Oh,
1: please, every fucking day.
0: Yeah, so it's like, that's a lot of like, it's not only, you know. It's a lot of brain space. It's a lot of mental weight that you're giving to something that like, what? Doesn't matter. What? It doesn't matter. You
1: do what you can do and that's it. And you're beautiful. I mean, look at that fucking face. Seriously, I hate you. (laughs) So you've also written for Bet, Yes. As I have, but yes. I never say anything. You're pretty I t- vocal I tell about everyone. it.
0: I know, <laughs> because, you're vocal. Well, I never said anything about it, not too much, but um but then when I w- I wrote for her tour yeah. with Nelscovel yeah. and um and Bruce Veland. Wait, wait, hold on. Bruce Valanche. Okay. Um, Nell Scabell, so Bruce Valanche. So excited yeah. to meet and to finally get to work with Nell after hearing so much about her from her Letterman days. Right. But um I never really said anything because I was kind of like it was very casual like arrangement. Right. And she never said not to say anything, but I was like, let's not say anything. Yeah. But then she put our names in as writers in the program for the tour Aww. and people kept tweeting it to me. Yeah. So then I was like, Well, I guess the secret's right. not. That's awesome. So. Cornfelt did too. Oh, did he? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and also this guy, I mean, hope I'm pronouncing his name right, but Dugga Bellas, Doug Ables. Dug Ables? Doug Digables? Okay, okay. Yeah. So, um yeah, he worked up He um uh, he
1: sublet my great. house in uh in LA. When uh, I had a house in LA. There you go. With his Small now world. ex-wife, yeah. yeah. he's
0: great. Um
1: and you've written you wrote, wrote for Joan as well. Yes. That was um I, miss her. I can't. Like yeah. when that I, you know, for me cuz a Jewish girl from New yeah. Jersey. Like, I knew her from the moment I could think. You yeah. know, like, she's been a part of my yeah. life. And then that memorial service. Mm. Oh, my
0: God. Killed me.
1: Kill. I, K- la- laughing hysterically, crying yes. hysterically. Laughing hysterically. Yeah. It was- yeah.
0: It was such a, it, yeah, it was rough. Yeah. That was rough.
1: Um, Cassie, you're working on a new show. I
0: am.
1: I uh, how did that come about? Tell us a little bit about the show. Hey, you know?
0: <laughs> okay. Um, this performer who a lot of you might know if you're fans, especially of this show Freaks and Geeks, which mm-hmm. is like a cult classic yeah. gone too soon. Gosh. Um, Dawson's Creek, mm-hmm. um, and many, many other yeah. uh, bazillions other things. This performer, Busy Phillips, who is love her. Follow her do on Instagram. Love her. Yeah, she's so great. Um, I actually know her through like friends of mine, you know, just other performer friends. And And have gotten to know her a little bit over the years. And just one day she like called me on up and was like, hey, I got a talk show. Uh, Do you want to come work on it? And at first I was like, that's... Probably not going to happen because you live in Los Angeles. Right. I live in New York. I have this long-term job. But then she was like, listen, it's being produced by Tina Fey's company. Can you just come in and tell them a little bit about what it's like to do a talk show? Because right. they've never done a talk show before. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I went in and met with this guy, Eric Gurian, whose name you'll recognize from... Thirty Rock and and Kimmy Schmidt, and uh, just talking to him. And I really went armed with like a list of women because I always have my agenda. Um, Of which
1: Judy Gold (laughs) was not on the list. Go ahead. You don't know. I know. know. I know.
0: A list of LA-based producers Mm -hmm. and saying like these are these women would all be great if you're looking for someone. And uh, so we just had a really good meeting. And then um, I met with tina and eric which was super cool to mm-hmm. like to just meet her She's um, the greatest so great and then just eventually they were like all those people that you mentioned sound great but you sound great to us too and wouldn't you just want to do right. it wouldn't it be fun and to work with busy so yeah so that's i'm like leaving in a couple of weeks. good for
1: you you gotta take these risks
0: yes I think it's, you know, I will miss my family at uh, Watch What Happens. Well, how, what's, so the gonna like? uh, what's the schedule going to be like? What's the Is it yeah. on it's, weekly it'll, or it'll, it'll nightly? It'll be late night on E, um, but I'm not sure exactly what the schedule is going to be yet. We s- are still figuring it out. Wow. I would love to do it seven days a week if they let me. I know. Right. Well, you're a work of fucking horror. <laughs> um, oh,
1: I might, I might send over a writing sample. Yeah,
0: send it on over. I just want to be on air. Okay. That's
1: <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. That's a different thing, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah.
0: we don't. Y- yeah,
1: I'll do anything for you, Cassie. Um, Cassie, uh, we love you. I've been wanting to have you on forever. Um, I love you you're, and you're just so fucking talented and sweet. That's very kind. And you're a good business person.
0: That is very kind, and it's I very hope you, true. I hope you know how much like started with you. Oh,
1: that's so, I'm means not a even lot.
0: joking. There, I I mean, I could count on one hand like people that gave me huge opportunities early on, and people that I felt like took me seriously when I was maybe you know a kid. Right. And I, sometimes I still feel it now, like I'm right. 100 years old, and it's hard to get people right. to take me seriously. Sometimes I'm and,
1: 150. <laughs>
0: And there I was, like probably 23, 24, and you were like, "These ideas are good. They, these ideas should be on TV." So I hope you know gonna that, vomit. like, you, Thank you you made some, you know, you made things possible Thank for you. me. And I can't imagine that if you did it for me, you'd done it for one million other people. I have.
1: I I mean, I hate to say that, uh, but me. Um,
0: me too. Yeah, right. Me but out, right? I um, absolutely yeah. When's the karma gonna come back? girl I just I mean and also let me tell you this let me tell you this about Judy Gold in uh, I know she's trying to wrap this up but I just need to say it's not even I'm not even joking like besides like professional things also the kind of person who I visited your home in Los Angeles And by the time I got back to my hotel, which I got lost on the way back to my hotel because it's pre GPS days, I had so many messages from Judy Gold saying, "Please call me to let me know that you got in. (laughs) Okay, I need to know, mommy." And like, I mean, if just if every tenth person was like that, how much better off would we be? Oh my god! And
1: how fucking uh, like neurotic. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no. I don't I mean, listen, it, maybe two it things is, can
1: be true. It's yeah.
0: true. Maybe it is neurotic, but also to have someone care like if you got where you're going right. alive is a huge deal.
1: Oh, Cassie Staunch, I love you. All right, we ask our guests two things. Okay. I th- I'm going to say definitely not.
0: I don't think so, yeah. Yeah.
1: We're very pro mental health. Okay. Um we promote anything, we no stigma with any depression, anxiety, Have you ever been on any meds?
0: No. I knew it. Mm. I knew it. (laughs) But what do you
1: do for your mental health?
0: A lot of meditation. Me too. Self-reflection. Yeah. You know, trying to to manage things. What kind of
1: meditation do you do? Um, I do I, mindful yeah yes
0: I like I like that and I like um, binaural beats if you ever listen to no like what's these, that they're like special tracks that are supposed to like reach certain points in uh, your brain so there's like you can listen to one that's meant for creativity or relaxation and or, you just
1: sit there focus on your breath and just, listen
0: yeah yeah just <gasps> listen to that I'm gonna it's do good that work I wanna do TM
1: but I wanna go to the big guy who, oh, who, yeah. who does it yes, teaches yeah, you and yeah. Ro said she was gonna take me and now I think she's mad at me no. so Oh, oh. yeah because
0: um uh, we'll, we'll, work, it we'll work it out we'll work it out well i have a flotation tank maybe you guys could go float oh together. that's good
1: there's a, i want to hang upside down
0: oh that would be fun too you know because yeah. then the stuff goes yeah. to your brain yeah all right all uh, binaural beats bi-noral.
1: b-i-n-o-r-a-l
0: i think it's like a-u-o-n-a-u
1: binaural oh,
0: um, my... I'm binaural,
1: sexual, like, sexual, whatever.
0: My husband's Not also even... convinced that the, all these beats programs are like Russian and they're going to like flip us. Oh, switch. Alexa.
1: <laughs> Alexa's last name is Kakasha, Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah. there's that. But in the meantime, before I turn Russian, yeah, okay. yeah. they're very helpful.
1: Um, the other thing we always ask, because um, you know you've known me for a long time, yeah. and I do have a big heart, but I do get so fucking mad over yes. the stupidest things. Yes. Uh, which is why the name of this podcast is called Kill Me Now, because I say that about 100 times yeah. a day. But what makes you like you want to fucking kill, like punch a fucking wall in? What what
0: pisses you off the most? <laughs> the worst, worst, worst thing that I hate is people's behavior on public transportation. Oh, yeah. So a lot of like speakerphone phone calls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of. Eating, yeah, like that whatever, I don't get. Whatever the fuck you want. A lot of letting your kid watch a TV show yes, out loud. Yes, video games. Yeah, and just I'm just like, do you think? You yeah, are- what is
1: that like? Oh. I see people. Walking down the street and it's on speaker. Yeah, and it's like no, I,
0: I no. She said she was, and I'm like, what the fuck is going well, on? Everyone's like, space space phone, time, and now. fucking it's phone, and fucking phone. Yes, yeah. yes. And a lot of like, e- so all that like electronic behavior, but also like people take off their shoes. Yeah, people. Uh, this is you're talking
1: about trains, yeah, or are like, you talking about subway?
0: Well, the subway's the sub- not as bad because I think the subway could like harm you if you got too comfortable on it. But like Metro North, people treat it like it's a living well, room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's insane. And I guess it sort of extends to planes. People are just gross oh, and I know. inconsiderate. And I know. I'm just like, we're all here. Yeah, like, stay comfortable all- like the rest yes, the of us. Whole, I mean, the, kids, yeah. the kids
1: with the fucking, mm-hmm. and it's the same song. They're playing a video game and it's, it's like... I see
0: so many like... the kids on and like on and on. I see so on. many yeah. like sixty-year-old men playing Candy I know. Crush, and I'm like, "You're supposed to
1: hate that. What are and you doing?" You, if you don't know what it is, it sounds like gunshots. Yeah, not right? I know. It's like, 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 it's like ca- 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 well, the ca- ca- Fortnite, ca- the Fortnite one is so uh, fucking annoying. Uh, it's like I can't stand that. Like that, they have no, no consideration that there's other fucking. And today, when I was coming here, yeah. like there's one, the, every, there's two ways to go up the stairs. Yes. There's the right and the left, yes. right? And I'm like, what do I pick? And on the left is moving. And the right isn't moving because some fucking woman is walking up the stairs and looking at her phone. Like,
0: fucking move! Like, we're in the Subway. I truly just want to walk through Grand Central with an air horn and beat <laughs> at someone every time. <laughs> That's so I call, funny. I call it. It's probably not sensitive, but I call it having a phone stroke when yeah. you're like trying to walk. Oh no, you're, you're going to be fired to now. She said phone stroke. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's like you're like it. Right. Your brain isn't meant to do those right. two things. That they, it's like um when the employees at Cracker Barrel have like an earpiece in and the right. manager's talking to them and they're right. also trying to talk right. to you yes, and yes, their yes. face just goes like a broken roll. Yeah. <laughs> and you're
1: like, hi, you give, hi an order of, right, you give them an
0: order of 400 things. They're like, I'm sorry, what? Uh, what kind of uh, so yeah, so people, can you think that you can walk when you're texting on your phone, but you actually cannot and everyone right. hates you. Stop phone stroking. Yeah, I mean, just look up. Or I don't know. Yeah. Or die. Yeah.
1: Cassie, where can people find you?
0: People can find me on twitter.com at uh casey C-A-I-S-S-I-E. I Um, I guess my Facebook page is if you still care about Facebook, is public, so you can follow me there yeah. if you want to see weird. Your things. Twitter's awesome though. Yeah, your twi- you're you're great on Twitter. That's very nice. And That's um kind.
1: and you're great on Facebook. Because <laughs> I'm not kidding. I only go up to post stuff, but uh, I will read your fu- your thank you. Very you're excellent writer
0: thank you so much i really appreciate and that. a good
1: manager and i'm i wish you only good things <gasps> with this new thank you um and you know judy ju- yeah um, oh no i was just tonight. kidding
0: um coming to you this fall on yeah e. uh and if
1: i ever have my own talk show will you work on it of course yay try to stop me but eric kornfeld's gonna want to work on it so you have to you know <laughs> he could work from home all right give him give him an office in the basement yeah Um, anyway uh, you're the best thank you for doing I've been dying to have you
0: thank you so much I'm so happy I got to see you you
1: too Um, ladies and gentlemen Cassie Stange, come see me this summer I'm in Provincetown at the Fart House also known as the Art House eight uh, nine o'clock on Thursdays (laughs) well you'll be there it's the Fart House yeah (laughs) nine o'clock Thursdays I think seven or seven thirty on Fridays I hate you um (laughs) And I'm recording an album tonight. So that will leg. be for sale soon. I hope. Yeah. And uh oh, do you vote in the Emmys? Yes. Okay. Can you vote for me for guest star on I'm Dying Up Here? Yes. Promise? Yes. Because they put me in for of for cor- consider- I would
0: without you asking. Oh, okay. Everyone who votes in the Emmys oh, who's please, listening please. Vote for
1: Judy for I'm Dying Up
0: Here. All right.
1: Um, thank you, Cassie.
0: Thank you for having me. It was so nice to see your face.
1: Thank you. It's really ugly. Anyway, no, it's not, Judy. Um, Anything, Hennessy, that you have to say? That meditation seems to be working for you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. And as we always say, so long. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you
0: for the visit. So long.